Let's go. All right. What do you think of the new minor league lid? I love that hat. That was like a staple back when I was like nine or ten years old, that logo right there. And that's the storm, okay. right? Very good. The Lake Elsinore Storm. Yeah. Low A of the San Diego Padres. They sent me two different hats. So I'm going to do the first half of the show in this one, and then I'm going to break out one, the the Cadejos de la Lake Elsinore. I mean, hey, I, I like hats too. Just because I said I don't enjoy minor league baseball doesn't matter. Well, see, that's – <laughs> That's the thing. Let's start championing the cause because I want I want people to go out and buy their merch. It's been a tough few years for our minor leaguers out there, so support the organizations. They're always about the families. They're always about the fans, making it fun experience, and their hats are so awesome. So, yes, I will start getting them for you too, my friend, okay? Fine. Look, I you made a good point. They have suffered over the last year. We need to support minor league baseball. Just because I don't enjoy watching it doesn't mean there doesn't need to be support for it. I actually, Chris, let me tell you, I tried to watch the college baseball game yesterday. I couldn't do it. You couldn't watch a guy who's going to get drafted in the top five pitch? No, I mean, honestly, dude, no, I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't. You and I are going to have to talk offline about this. I'm going to get you turned <laughs> around. I got two, maybe two more days, maybe only one, but I'll get you there. Okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Something you do enjoy watching. Shohei Otani baseballs over a wall. He has done it now three of the last four games. Last night, first at bat at Yankee Stadium, almost 118 miles an hour over the wall. If after this year, the Angels, let's say uh, there's a six-year, $150 million deal on the table, who says no, Otani or the Angels? Otani. <laughs> like, that's not even close to enough, Chris. I know that's a lot of money. It's hard. That's $25 million a year if my math is correct. Math pod, my bad. That's His annual salary has to start with the three. It's got to be in the 30s. Okay, so let's change it on the fly. Let's say six for 180. Let's make it an even 30. Still no. No. Do you see what happens when that guy shows up to the park? The stands are packed. This guy is a superstar. You pay that man like a superstar. This guy's $35 million at least a year. If not more, that's that's because that's what he's worth. Not only on the baseball field and his statistics and what he brings to the team and helping you win, but like the amount of fanfare, the jersey sales, the people that come and spend money on concessions when Shohei pitches. This guy is a freaking rock star. He packs the house, and you can't say that about a lot of people in the big leagues. There's what two, three oh. people in all of the big leagues that you can say. Maybe, not, maybe he's the only one. I can't even think of somebody else. Can you name someone else that comes to a visiting park and packs it the way Shohei does? No. No, it used to be Harper at one point. It's not anymore because, I mean, he's been around for a decade now, and you also don't know if he's going to show up and play. Unfortunately, he's been banged up so much over the last few years, it feels like. But um, you are right. So I'm just trying to think what is the number where – where Otani doesn't go, <laughs> get out of my face. Is it, is it seven for 250? Is that what it is? I, you know, I, I haven't really given it a ton of thought, like, where that number is. I, I would say, like I said, 35 seems like 35 a year is like – but, like, okay. how can the Angels do that? They, I mean, I know he's a pitcher, and they need pitching, so I guess they can do it. They just, they've, they've done this already too many times. I don't know if they can afford that. Yes. Well, the pool hole stuff comes off the books finally after this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the thing with Otani, and you're sitting there, you're going, of course he's never going to accept the deal. He still has two more years of arbitration after this one, so he's not a free agent until after the 2023 season. Let's keep in mind, everybody thinks, well, everybody makes over $150 million. 
There's 23 players that have a contract right now of at least 150 million bones. So, yeah, it's just that if you're him, if he has another arm injury or something goes wrong on the pitching side, then he's a DH. DHs don't get paid. I mean, I suppose you could turn him into an outfielder, but if he has an arm issue, you can't do that. So it's just you run the – we think like, oh, my God, everything's going to go great. At some point, you have to get that money grab. You have to secure the bag, as they like to say. I, I agree with that. The only the only thing I will say is that Otani could have waited one more year and became like the unrestricted free agent. So the money thing doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but I don't think that's like a sole motivating factor for him. Okay. So it has to be the right scenario. He has to feel good about everything yep. to do this. So I think he's different in that regard. So we'll see, man. But he's definitely worth a lot. That's That's my main point. He's freaking awesome. He's freaking awesome. Yes. Um, let's move on. Milwaukee Brewers were great in the eighth inning last night. They put up a 10 spot, so they now have a nice little nifty winning streak. They lead the National League Central. Are they one big bat away from being a serious World Series contender? I think they're already a serious World Series contender with the way they pitched the ball. But, yes, if they added another bat, an impact bat, look out. Like, this is – we talk about this all the time with the Brewers. This is what they do. They kind of like lay in the weeds. Like we don't even notice like what they're doing out in Milwaukee. They're they're having an incredible season, and they don't get talked about very much unless they put up a ten spot. You know, like right. This is what they do. They make big trades. They go after guys to to uh, help them down the stretch run. A lot. Right. They don't make a lot of splashes in the off season. They did it with Lorenzo Cain. Uh, but they they are good at going and identifying their weakness during the year, fixing that weakness, and going on runs. This is what they do. And, you know, looking around the league, there's a lot of guys that could help them. It's interesting, though. So they're not going to get help in the outfield because they've got Locaine coming back at some point. All those guys are making a lot of money, right? Yelich makes a ton of money. Lorenzo Cain makes a lot of money. Jackie Bradley Jr. signed a two-year deal, I think, for 24. And Avisail Garcia is at the end of his contract, which pays him 10.75 this year with a $2 million buyout. Colton Wong's going to come back at some point, so your short and second is good. So the areas where you need help, first and third. Keston here, they've tried it again. They sent him back down again. He's come back up. He started to look good. But is that the position where you could go out? I know Joey Gallo isn't a true first baseman but he can play first base. Is that the guy you would go get? Is that a difference maker in that lineup with the top of that rotation and with the back end of that bullpen where you say, look out? Yeah, I mean, the other guys you think of, Joey Gallo is one of them. And then we expected both of these teams not to be in the race, but they kind of are. J-Ram with your Indians, like if he's available, look out, right? What are you trying to kick me in the onions this morning? I'm just saying that would fit perfectly. Obviously, we thought Chris Bryant might be a fit there, but it looks like I mean they're they're going after it and oh, the yeah. vision thing could still end up end up that way. You know, if they start to fall off, obviously they're going to get rid of some guys. Um, so that could be. But I do agree, a corner infielder is exactly what they need. And I don't know if Joey fits that mold. I mean, having it at first base, I, maybe. I, I, they wouldn't hate it. They wouldn't mind having him, I'll tell you that much. I know. He's he's versatile in the sense that he's a good athlete. And he's a, I think he's a really good outfielder. For a guy his yeah. size particularly, I think he moves really well. He throws the ball well. So we'll see. It uh, should be interesting. All right, the Reds are currently in third in that division after coming back against Philly. Uh, our boy Nick Castellanos, huge night, grand slam, a career-high seven ribs. Was that a bigger story than the Phillies' pen imploding yet again? 
I love Castellanos. I love all the positive stuff. You know, I usually pick that. But the bigger story is the bullpen. It's been two years of this. 2020 was abysmal, one of the worst you know, statistical performances by a bullpen right. in the history of the freaking league. And then they tried to address it, Chris. And I thought they did a good job. I thought, Kins- I thought Kinsler was very underrated, and they- I thought mm-hmm. they stole him, basically. Alvarado, like, hey, like, they got a guy throwing 100 for nothing. They brought in your guy, Archie. Um, and just it just hasn't worked out. I think I read the statistic. They're already at 21 blown saves. Dude, it's – do you know what the team record is for a single season? Yeah, 25. Yeah. They're there. Four. <laughs> just four more. You got eight. I feel good. You guys can blow past that. Maybe go 30, 35. Go for it's, it. It's wild, and there's nothing more deflating for a team and a fan base when you're, you, you can't rely on your bullpen. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. And, you know, here's what I love. Archie Bradley's going to come back on the Rose rotation. I think his turn is coming up next week or something like that. And he'll be honest. I mean, he doesn't run from shit. And he's going to say, yeah, we have to do better. Uh, he got derailed with that oblique injury. His strikeout numbers have been down. He's looked okay at times, but he's not going to be the savior. I mean, that's not what he was brought in. He was brought in to be a big piece of turning that around. To me, and it's not funny, but remember how mad Philly fan was when Gabe Kapler was there? They're like, this guy has costed us every damn game. We're a 500 team. We should be winning 90 games. Oh, they bring in a World Series winning manager who's a true disciplinarian, who pays attention to detail, who eats the same damn thing for breakfast every day. And guess what? They're sub 500. Now, here's the good news, Philly fan. You're okay. in a division. Tell me the good news. I, can, I need to hear it. Well, no, they, nobody's running away with that division. Sure. Nobody's going anywhere. So you And what's the easiest thing to fix at the trade deadline? It's bullpen. Now, I get it. Maybe the Phillies don't have everything in the farm system that every other team covets. But there are teams that are going to be willing to say, hey, if you take this guy and his full salary, you can have him. You know that. Yeah. Look, I, I saw this happen with the 2014 2014- 15 uh, Detroit Tigers when they had Scherzer and right. and all those dudes like they had everything except the bullpen this is the best team I'd ever yep. seen play all those superstars on the offensive side but that bullpen collapsed that dang team man and it yep. was hard for them here's another point and our my guys Jimmy and Jake were like Joe Girardi knows how to manage a bullpen. I'm like, what do you mean knows how to manage a bullpen? Oh, he did so good with the Yankees. I was like, you know who he had in the bullpen with the Yankees? I could manage that bullpen right. with my eyes closed, dude. That's the thing. It's not a – it's the – the guy's got to go do it. You can pull all the right strings, and if the guys aren't performing, you know, you're not a genius anymore, right? Yep. All right, let's move on. Quick shift change, changing hats. All right, ready? You're going to love this one. Same team, Lake Elsinore Storm, alternate hat. Oh. Look at that bad boy. Is that a wolf? It is a it is Cadeos de la de Lake Elsinore. I'm so good at Spanish, particularly in the morning. Um so apparently this is a mythical creature that they wear when they wear their all black uniforms and they're out to hunt the opponent. So I want to thank the crew over at Lake Elsinore and Justin in particular on social media. We're gonna leave out the website where you can go buy their hats because this alternate hat is nasty. Like my 15-year-old son is like He's already fish-eyeing it. He's like, I'm going to steal that. I was like, no, you're not. We're going to kick you out of the house, then we're going to have a problem. Um, so let's move on to our next question. Speaking of hunting opponents, Kyle Schwarber did it again. Not once, but twice. That is 15 in a 17-game stretch. First player to ever do that. 
Why are teams throwing something in the strike zone to him? I don't really know. It's hard to go out there and walk someone four times a game because it, it seems like all he needs is one pitch in the zone. doesn't matter what pitch it is. doesn't even matter if it's, like, out or in. It's just in the freaking strike zone. He's so locked in. It is so fun. I obviously never felt that way like he's doing. He's seeing right. that ball so big. But there are days, like, you know, as a hitter, you show up and you're like, I'm going to hit a home run today. I feel so freaking good. He's been on that train for, like, a month now. Just mm -hmm. absolutely locked in. I can't even imagine, like, how fun it is for him to go up to the plate right now. He knows. He's up there. Everything is working perfectly. You know, he's um, – his head is still. His core is good. He's, like, so centered. Like, it, it just looks perfect up there. And that doesn't happen that often. So, like – Shout out, Schwarber. It's amazing to watch, and hopefully you just keep riding that wave, man. So here's, here's what Luis Rojas, last night, his Mets gave up two homers to him. He said, we're trying everything. We're pitching him in, away, down, up. We bounce balls. We've tried everything. The guy is just swinging a hot bat. It's true. Bounce more balls. I guarantee you, I haven't seen – he's not Vlad Guerrero. He doesn't hit the ball off the ground and have it go over the fence. Like, that's not what's happening. So bounce more balls. If you walk him, you walk him, you deal with Trey Turner. We just had we just had Trey Turner on the Chris Rose rotation. I said, why are teams thrown in strikes? He goes, I sit in the on-deck circle. I say the same thing. I say to myself, would you rather face him or face me right now? I mean, Trey, Trey Turner is an all-star player. but Yeah, still. you want to face Trey Turner? Well, I, I, saw this, I saw this happen with Dozier. He hit 42 in 2016. Mm-hmm. It just – it doesn't matter. You try to pitch around the guy, and then you get to 2-0 or you get to 3-1, whatever it is, and then you just, uh -huh. you just miss. These guys miss their spots. And, and when it's over the plate right now, like I said, he's just whacking the crap out of it. I so know. It's, 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 it's easier said than done just pitching around a guy. Okay, that's fair enough. Millar has always told me that hitters feast on pitchers' mistakes. He says that's how we make our living. Mm -hmm. When guys are on their game, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So. That's what he always said. Last one. Uh, Dylan Bundy, congratulations. He's the newest member of the right-handed hurlers club. Uh, <laughs> losing his – blown in chunks all over the place in Yankee Stadium. Uh, and then Jimmy did a breakdown of it. Could you have edited a breakdown of a guy throwing up? Because he's had to do it three times now. <laughs> no, I, I can't do that. I, I can't watch that video. It's really disgusting. Can't I think it's hilarious how it's like the bat signal goes up for Jimmy now whenever someone pukes. Like, Jim, we need a video. And he does. Chris, he's got to sit there and edit these things. I know. Puke over and over again. No. But See, somebody's I, um, do it, man. my wife and I had an agreement when our kids were younger that I can't, I can't do throw up. Like, <laughs> I'll clean up shit all the time. Like, that was my thing. I'll do it. I can't do throw up. I don't think I've thrown up since 1983. I think I'd rather do throw up than shit, Chris. Got to be honest with you. No, I can't do the puke. I can't. I can't even do it when our dog pukes. Like I'll Ooh. pick up poop in the neighborhood all the time. I dog, can't even do it when our dog pukes. Dog puke is disgusting. You never know what you're going to find. It. Well, because they always they do this. <laughs> and for the, first of all, that lasts like seven minutes before they eventually puke. I'm like, out with it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I love that this turned into a puke show. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of um, in line with our, our listeners and our viewers, I suppose. Uh, all right, so what do you have coming up on John Boy? Um, I got a sequence coming out today. We're revisiting Gary Sanchez and the adjustments that he's made. Um, he's made 
some big ones and it's proved it's a uh, not proved it's uh helped him it's it's proved that to do him well i don't know what i'm saying right now Chris. yeah but also here's the deal everybody tune in and it'll come out um <laughs> much more fluently yeah whatever coming out today all right go watch it. it's about gary and secondly i'm headed out Today, we got an interview with someone um, who's also just absolutely mashing the ball. I don't know if I'm supposed to say or not, whatever. Um, so it's a great guy to have on, and I'm going to ask him a lot of fun questions. We're having an interview with a guy who's mashing the ball, but I'm not allowed to say. Aren't we going to find out in a few hours who it is? All right. No, it's, it comes out tomorrow. Fine. Oh. It's Jesse Winker. Winker? Yeah. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get him. I'm going to text him. He's like, Rosie, I'm so locked in. I can't do it. Can't do the show. I'm like, he, well, he said that at the beginning of the year because I, I asked him about maybe, maybe doing the Rose rotation. He said, I'll just be – for position players, it takes somebody really, really special, like a Miguel Rojas to want to do, the, hey, do it. on all-star push, Rosie. Oh, yeah. I guy's trying to come on the show right now, trying to get that push. Oh, I hear you. Uh, I'm with you. The winger's going to be fun. I, I have a lot of questions to ask him, so that we're going to go do that today, and I'll come on tomorrow. You to make sure you tell him that Rose wants him on the Rose rotation. You know, he keeps dodging me, man. I will, I will. What do you got? Uh, well, we just taped Trevor May and Austin Riley, uh, NL East rivals who actually start facing one another tonight in a series. May gave up a, a homer to Riley earlier this year. That episode's going to come out on Thursday. It was actually a lot of fun. Um, so that, that was good. And uh, just lining some other things up as we're continuing on and – I don't know, man. The wheel never stops turning here at John Boy Media. I love it. Keep going. Hey, all-star game coming up. I'm oh. very excited for that. We're on the same flight. You know that? Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. Airport. You're probably in first class. I think I'm all the way back by the bathrooms. <laughs> I don't know if we're in first class. I doubt it, but, you know. Well, you might be, you know. I might have. So, uh, quick reminder, a big shout-out to the Lake Elsinore. Thank you so much for the storm and Justin and their social media team will make sure – this got here in a timely manner. Uh, we're going to post uh, post shots and how you can uh, fire this up and get it on your head some point in the near future. And I'll make sure that you start getting them as well, okay? Okay. I love minor league baseball so much. <laughs> Shut up. Stop. You know what? I'm going to get this thing turned around. I'm going to get your mind changed. Just like major league pitchers have to make an adjustment because the, the rules change, you're going to have to change too, okay? Yeah. I'm in. Cool. I will see you tomorrow, 1130 Eastern, 830 a.m. Pacific. Everybody have a wonderful baseball Tuesday. See you guys.